Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. So welcome back, everybody. Um, me and Bibi have been on our little winter break, so we appreciate you waiting for us to return. We've taken the time to go within, to rest, and to also see what was emerging in this space for the podcast moving forward. We're still going to be always navigating the healing journey, hopefully with grace and with ease. But the episodes as we go forward will be timed and inspired by the astrological events giving us an entryway into the current energies of the week ahead, but also giving you an opportunity to contemplate and maybe even play with and see how these timings, the energy, the archetypes, even the healing possibilities that are available to you to weave them into your life and into your being. So with that, thank yous for coming back and listening. And Bibi, how have you been since we last chatted? Hi, Rosaline. Um, yeah, so great to be back, to be honest. Um, really enjoyed the winter break, you know, um, took a step back from everything a little bit, um, slept a lot. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I'm excited now about, you know, going into this this podcast with a with a sort of slightly new angle and really excited to sort of explore those themes the archetypal mm. themes with you as well um yeah how about you yeah but like yourself I really did take the winter and be yeah. like the little bear and head into the cave um it was probably the first time I've done it fully even though it's been my intention in other years I sort of had a foot in and out of the cave so it's been really nice just to rest and be in a space of just dreaming in a sense but not trying to anchor anything down like that way like so as we're moving now into our February what do you feel has emerged from that space for you you know, um, like probably everyone, last year has been a big sort of <laughs> trigger for a lot of a lot of change, and um, for me, so much has shifted from you know since we can't be in person, teaching classes has shifted from for now from away from the yoga mat into you know teaching astrology and and human mm -hmm. design. Um, so this is really like uh, since coming out of out of the winter break, it's what I've been doing mostly, doing tons of readings, astrology readings, human design readings. Um, yeah, and it's it's something that I'm as excited about as you know when I started yoga that first <laughs> little tickle. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's been you know to be honest, it's been like a super difficult journey as well because it was like so scary letting something that I've identified myself with for so long, being a yoga mm -hmm. teacher and that I love doing still to this day, but just to let that label be a little looser and see what else can come in. Um, and yeah, and so human design has really came in like a hurricane and, <laughs> and settled into all the pockets. And so, yes, I'm really excited sh sharing that as well, um, along with, with astrology. Yeah. What about you? Mm -hmm. It's been exciting to watch, I have to say. <laughs> I've loved seeing it sort of bloom and emerge and come out and to sit alongside the yoga, like, you know, so it's like just, there's just more there of you 
that's available for people to choose from wherever they're at in their life like so it's gorgeous yeah and you're aware of all the backstories because like you know every time I was in a like ah, panic <laughs> picked up the phone and and there you were so yeah so having I have to say having a friend that you can really you know trust that much I can just say to anyone that like, it's like so so important because when you feel like everything is falling apart and everything that you've relied on and where you've built your foundation on and you know where mm. you felt you had some level of experience in as well when you're letting all of that go it is a bit like diving into the ocean and you know and being swept away by the moves of, of the currents and uh, so having someone in your life or a couple of people in your life that can just like be there with you and not mm. rush you like you know for me that was just so so helpful so yeah, yeah you've experienced all the the fears and the excitements behind the scenes have been cheering me on so yeah really grateful for having you there beside me as well yeah I think it's really good for people to see it as well like mm. or for people to speak more honestly about that transition that place too like but for people to actually see that they're no okay you know because that might give somebody else permission then to go oh it's actually okay to let an identity take a little step back or to even go fully if it needs to so something else can come through in that space like yeah, because I think, you know, I thought about this so much that, you know, it may have been an external event that triggered an internal change, but the internal change was also ready, you know, and yeah. it's, I think we always co-create with life and there's always this, this blend and this weaving between what do we see is needed in the world and how do we show up to that and you know so for me definitely the change into online is like I, I I deep down I knew I wouldn't teach yoga online on a screen um so much that wasn't really where I felt it could be most potent in a way but I had no idea what else could show up so that was sort of the external stimulus and then you know there has been parallel to that for years growth in, in studying astrology and and then also human design that came in and so when when I actually looked around and felt like what is most needed from my point of view and what are the things that I can offer into that space what came up for now is was really human design and and astrology so looking back, it's sort of, I think it's, that's for all of us, isn't it? Anytime we have a growth period, when we look back, we see the red thread, we see how the path is just beautifully, mm -hmm. has been beautifully aligned. But when you walk it, there's so much, you know, confusion mm -hmm. and remembering to trust. And the one thing that, you know, um, apart from our conversations along the line is that I remembered I journaled years ago to truly always trust my, my, my intuition and what inspires me. And, astrology and human design have been this massive inspiration in my life has been like you know this this what lifts me up when I think about what makes me excited but then obviously there were still the layers of yeah that's great but you know you are a yoga teacher 15 years you that's your terrain yeah. so that this this pullback but what has really guided me through the confusion was this trusting that you know, the way yoga came in, that's when it really dropped in for me, the way yoga came into my life at the beginning. And that's what I wanted to do in a similar way. Now, astrology and human design have knocked on my door and kind of came in into it. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah, so a lot has changed and a lot stayed the very same as well. <laughs> <laughs> a mix of both. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Because like I'm still teaching exactly the same. I'm just using a different medium because if I can't be in the yoga room with you, there are other things that I feel like we really need to need to see. And I'm inviting anyone that wants to come on board, you know, to explore that. And then when we get to see each other and be in person again and practice together, you know, a lot of the embodiment work will come in, of course. Mm. Yeah. But what about yes. you? There have been some big changes for you as well behind the scenes, the stepping back. Yeah, the right? changes Such haven't a... landed fully yet. Like mm. just behind the scenes that way. But like yourself, for me, it was like I'm teaching Reiki 12 years. So for me, I just I wouldn't put it online. Not why, like I just couldn't. Not because to me, there's just for me personally, there's so much subtlety, so much can be missed in it. And it's that everybody gets to see the shifts within other people and you can sort of catch that online but to me it's just not the environment that I thrive in and I didn't want to do it that way like so I did a few pieces where I could teach about online but I'd see them in person then when we were able to like but then I just decided yeah so that's on pause so and I'm happy with that like I'm I'm grand with that there like so that's on pause and then just it's all that underground work is what I would call it at the moment like so you're tending the roots you're having a really good look at the roots to see what's there what wants to come forward what needs to really shift like so I find it's just foundational work of shifting and changing like so my folks at the moment is my one-to-ones and the Celtic shamanism and Reiki and then the wheel of the year like doing the little walk the Celtic wheel with me they're my little babies for now like yeah mm. so just enjoying that process of going at an easier pace as well like because I'm no longer doing the commute that I like and even though I haven't been doing that since last March like you're really seeing sort of the knock-on effect of that there I suppose which is what a lot of people are experiencing too you get so much of your own energy back so much more time back so it's just solidified a lot of things that as you said they were there anyway but that sort of the external makes you stop and go okay actually like you know you get that space to actually really stand back and reassess it all because sometimes when I think when we're in life we're in that sort of wheel and we're moving with it all and we don't really get to maybe pause and have the full eagle perspective of it and I think that's what I've been given this last year like yeah Mm. so the way forward I feel like it's still like dreaming and being woven and see what comes then like Mm. And I think that's, that's what actually takes, I think, the most courage. You know, it's, it's when you know you have to release something slowly mm-hmm. and creating some space, but you don't know, you don't see the other shore just yet. You know, you've pushed yeah. the boat off, off, off one, off one shore and you're out in the ocean and, you know, and to trust and that, and that can be, can be really scary as well. But I think that's also what has been invoked. Um, in all of us and in our environment last year, you know, so much of the energies were about, I mean, we could see it literally, we could see it politically, we could see it culturally, we could see it everywhere creeping up that, you know, it's like literally felt the house was on fire. <laughs> the earth is on fire we are on fire you know um that things are burning down around us and it's it's with such an intensity that literally when your house is on fire you might not even get the time to grab those things that you need to grab you just get everyone out you know and i think there has been an element of that has happened last year and has initiated so that stuff has been bubbling to the surface i think for all of us in in you know in different shape and forms um and we're invited to look at that because that's what i energetically took from a year you know so there's been you know for me professionally and how i express myself there's been a big shift but there's been the shifts go through so many other layers how I relate to people how I treat myself how I organize myself you know how I nourish myself so much has come up to the surface and I think um 
the invitation is really there for all of us at this point that we, while we're still in, in sort of the pandemic in that shift, but to, to take stock maybe even now from February into last year and see what are the things mm-hmm. that, you know, we are noticing that aren't working anymore. Because one thing I've noticed throughout the sessions that I've had with people like over the last couple of months is that the changes that we see and the frustrations that we see globally, they're actually playing out in mm-hmm. all of our lives individually. And, you know, we know that the macrocosm and the microcosm, they're, they're, they're connected, right? But it's, it was so interesting sort of to see that having conversations with, with people one on one, looking at their charts and what's been activated within their own chart, you know, um, and how that plays into the growth that we're all going through at the moment. So it's not only that we're triggered in our growth by an external mm-hmm stimuli or stimulus but what actually also happens the shift internally creates that we have access to a different skill set maybe that we have access to seeing things in a different way Mm -hmm. so uh, the difficulties that we were and are that we're faced with and are facing you know five years ago maybe we wouldn't have the skill set or the ideology or the the way of working through something but now things have changed for us so it's not just that we're growing with the you know the the external challenges but there is actually inside of us something clicking where we see things differently and so having that little bit of distance now looking back into last year and go what are the themes the topics the areas in my life where things washed up to the surface where I Mm -hmm. realized either something has been already transformed transmuted into something completely different or where is something in that cocoon phase right with a caterpillar before it goes into the butterfly which is we love this analogy and looks so beautiful but when you're in that you know cocoon phase Mm. it's not pleasant because every part of you of that caterpillar that you remember has been dissolved yeah. and the butterfly isn't just there yet right yeah it's the painful part like it's the well it's beautiful and it's painful at the same time like and it's kind of not really painful but it can be painful if that makes sense mm-hmm. but like it's to me it's like when i reflect back and look at even like chatting to people and all there like and i shared in the 12 days of christmas i used a certain words and people are like oh my god that that really spoke to me like do you know that idea of the the phoenix rising and we've mentioned this in podcasts in last year it's phoenix rising but it was in the bloody fire like do you know like and it had a turn to ash just like the little caterpillar has to totally disintegrate the caterpillar does not know what it's going to become do you know like it does not know it doesn't step into it going this is deadly because i know i'm going to come out looking like a fabulous butterfly like it, it just sort of goes it doesn't even have a choice. It just starts dissolving, like goes into this little cocoon and starts dissolving. And I think for so many people, they were either in that space of blossoming through sort of the the pandemic, you know, I guess, and they just were able to take the juggler by the horns and just go for it, like, which was fabulous to watch so many people just go. And then other people were like, yeah, right into the underworld, like. And it was lovely to see that to, total nearly polar opposites because we chat about it all the time. You know, if we stand on the wheel, we're at like we can look across to the other side and see how that's informing me. So, and also we've chatted about this in podcasts where we can look and see, I will someday be there in my own way, but not today. I need to go to the underworld. Like, so it's been lovely to see that in people, but for them to, when they're listening to the podcast or when I've chatted to them in sessions, all day, they're going, that sort of gives peace of mind. Like, 
because sometimes as you said like it's nice to be able to lean back and get support or feel held and if we think we're the only one going through this then we might think maybe I'm doing this wrong or like maybe like should I not be out of the underworld by now and it's like it has its own rhythm its own journey like so it's like where I say to people and even say to myself like you'll come out when you need to come out like you'll also know if you're hanging in there for fear of having to come out with all the sort of if you've been struck bare and then as you're coming out you're being reborn or redressed like an Anna that there, there can be the fear of that like who who am I when I come out um, what will happen then like will other people still like me or will they accept this do you know like so you'll know which it is of the resistance to the new form coming forward or I'm still being cooked you know I'm in the cauldron and I'm just being stirred around here <laughs> and I think that ties in with a lot of the themes that we're even like approaching into in the podcast today like and the theme that will sort of carry forward for a lot of this year too yeah because these are you know you could talk in a lot about sort of the, the pl- plutonian energies right and these are sort of these these planets these archetypes that are it's not that they move very slowly it's just from our point of view the planet is very far away so it's 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 in that way it stays in a certain quality in a certain element for for a longer period of time and so when 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 pluto comes in and shifts something it is you know it's it's the long haul shifts it you know it's not the little quick whisk in and i got it and i'm I'm on on with it it's like yes so we peel the first layer off and let's peel the second layer off and we we go deep right um deep and sometimes broad and but i think what's What's really important to remember is that these, these shift and sh- shifts and changes aren't there as such to destroy us, but they're really there for us really to see new growth potential, to grow into places that we couldn't even imagine we could grow into. And again, if you take that analogy from caterpillar to butterfly, if you, if you come from the perspective of the caterpillar, the caterpillar dissolves. Mm. So this is how our world can sometimes feel you know the job is crashing relationships might be crashing um ways of doing things all of a sudden don't work for you anymore so we have mm-hmm. to investigate you know what of those ways have they been just like outdated you know they served as well this far and so so, so much of the work of i suppose mm-hmm. working with the residue of last year is is about that is about i think noting and awareness of what's coming up and then can I get myself every once in a while out of the immediate fire and the fear and the, um, I suppose when our nervous system is just being really agitated into fight or flight, you know, mm. can, do I have the skills? And I think that's where, of course, a, a good solid yoga practice or going out into nature, breathwork meditation can really help you to have those skills, pull yourself out in order to see the bigger perspective. So from the caterpillar as such, can I see that after the cocoon phase, there will be the butterfly? Mm even though I have no idea how that butterfly will gonna look like. Yeah. So I think having perspective in that way and having the capacity to pull yourself every once in a while out of this fact that like stru- structures are really crushing around me, um, gives you the opportunity, yeah, they're crushing, but you know, maybe you don't actually need those structures anymore. And so I think for us collectively where we're mm-hmm. going through, and this is interesting in readings, then when we come together as while this is coming down, for each and every one of us, the opportunity then is there. How do we relate to one another in a new way? And I think that's really exciting. And it's not necessarily that we have this all figured out because our timelines are so different. Mm-hmm. You know, I just came out of this 
shift you're you're in this shift at the moment and even when we were talking about this podcast like from what place are we connecting to it and that's also why we took a break we're like huge shifts going on with you huge shifts going on with me mm -hmm. give ourselves that time and space and i think that's really important having people around you that allow you to do that as well and you can come together again and go mm -hmm. okay there's ground here like this is this is really exciting let's grow from here together again you know yeah yeah and that's also Like to me, it's like sort of when I w w watch people at the moment or just when I'm watching myself and sort of watching the energy that's around, like it's giving ourselves that permission to not be anything nearly at the moment as well. Like, or like really to me, it's more like, you know, don't claim that sort of maybe that role or that identity too strongly just yet. Do you know, for some people, not for everybody, it's kind of like you're melting you're merging you're sort of like one of those sky-fi things that are bubbling into different things at different times depending on what's happening mm -hmm. so it's kind of like do you know like there's in that death you're not going to be fully formed maybe just yet like so it's to allow that space to to experiment you know with what's coming through like do you know rather than going well now like if this if this is dying in my life or even if this pattern way of thinking way of being is dying I better anchor another one down quickly like mm -hmm. you know because I need to know that I'm standing on really firm ground and it's like the ground is ever changing at the minute so that's as you said the practices are the thing to hold on to like and not even hold on to out of fear but us and to lean into to rest mm -hmm. into whether that's chatting to a family member your therapist or your practices yoga reiki whatever it is but it's also to go to let go of that certainty because there's just not going to be any I think like at the minute like in for a while like so and I think I seen that as we're moving through the grand conjunction and through the winter solstice and into the new year I think people were really clinging to a certainty that things will be different nearly instantly and I was just watching going, oh please don't do that <laughs> you know because I was just like it, it, it's going to be a continuation like the train has not stopped and we haven't moved on to another train do you know like we're changing tracks and that's a bumpy ride so it's to give that space of not having to really grasp too hard to something for it to be the next rope in a sense that we swing like Tarzan onto the next one I see it as like you know try a few of them like and let go of having any certainty around it all at the minute is what I feel as well like sort of in just watching people and it's like just let yourself be in that emptiness almost like yeah. it's a hard place to be that void I shared that word and I shared it in a newsletter recently and so many people replied back going oh my God, you know, and a lot of them said to me, Rosie, it was so good to know that you're there too. You know, like, I'm not alone, like, and I was like, and I read, I go, the void's my friend. I go, because I bloody well know it, but it doesn't mean I like getting into it. Like, do you know, <laughs> like, doesn't mean I love hopping in there all the time, but I know it. Mm -hmm. So at least I know this is where I am. Whereas if I think I need to be somewhere else or should be somewhere else, then I'll resist that space. Like, whereas if I can maybe just name it, what I call it emptiness, what I call it the fertile soil, the creative cosmos, whatever I can name it to give myself that space just to be there, I think is so important at the minute. Like, because some people are still in their blooming, but so many people are just in that empty. You're looking at the land, there's nothing happening, and you don't even know what you're going to plant. Like, and then everybody's going at spring, start planting. You're like, oh, sweet God. You know, like, what, what, what? Anything. And I'm like, don't plant just anything, just leave it for now. Do you know, like a plant when you feel you're, you've that life force moving through you for that versus doing it from a place of emptiness. Mm. Mm. And I think that's so beautiful, the energies that we're in at the moment with Aquarius. You know, it's this 
occurs as an air element. So it is asking us to be in that spaciousness. You know, air mm. air is very different to earth. Earth is something that it can rely on, it can predict, and in some way it's stable. Um, air is constantly moving, it's adjusting, mm. and but air is also what what connects us in a different way. So I'm thinking with air always, you know, the way a tree can connect in two ways. So a tree can go down through the roots and connect to all the other trees through the root system. And I think this is how we've been connecting with our structure so far. And mm. it's really our roots that have been shaken up last year so, so strongly. And the element of air that we're in now is like, if you imagine the way air, the leaves, you know, create oxygen and connect through the air to us and how we breathe in. So there's a, there's a, a subtler connection that is, that is happening. And so the invitation at the moment for sure is to, while the roots are shaken up, what other ways, how do we are co- connecting to each other, but also how are we connecting to ourselves? Because it is, it's a, the energies of Aquarius are a fixed expression, right? So it's mm-hmm. like an internal quality. What are my thoughts, my beliefs? Can I be in my own space? You know, or do I need mm-hmm. to fill it up with something? So this is really an invitation for creating some space, some breathing room. So breathing practices would be beautiful just to kind of give the lungs even some, some buoyancy again to meditation practices where you start seeing the thoughts and the space in between the thoughts, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, there's such a shift from earth to air at the moment, I think. And, and there are other activations going on this year. And we talk about this maybe more in next week's podcast. But to go after last year's shakeup, of course, the reaction, the natural reaction is like, let's put other structures down. Let's put other roots and mm-hmm. go really deep this time, you know, because the last ones were ripped out. So we're going to go even, even deeper. And what that I think can instill in us physically, it can create a harshness in the body. It can create a narrow mindedness in our attitudes. And so there is really, there is a, there's a window, an opportunity right now to really reflect on do I want last year's experiences really inform me and allow me to grow wiser? You know, like that, that old wise man or woman that we, when that, that image that we have in our mind, they've seen everything and they're, they are aware of everything. They don't put the head in the sand, but there is a certain, um, relate backness to it and Aquarius invites us that as well the air element it's not as inflamed or fiery you know in that way there's Mm -hmm. an invitation to just breathe to sit back and to reflect on what are those parts that happened last year can I feel in my body still resonating as tightness as as anger that is not Mm -hmm. expressed or as anger that is suppressed or just put back into structures and boxes and can I give myself the space to not put those new hard structures, roots, tightnesses, hardnesses into my body, into my mind just yet? And that's really yeah. difficult, right? That's sort of very much the space that you described you're going through at the moment. It's like, can I, can I stay in that not knowing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's like the, the, the quicker, might not, this might not be proper English, but the quicker you put in those structures sort of thing, like you're already in the container. And I think sometimes when we're in that earthy and air energy, it's like you're moving from very tangible to not like you can't grab a hold of it. Like, so it's like that space is needed. Mm. So it nearly like allows you to dissolve, become the air almost. So that if we think like Aquarius is like that sort of innovation or new ideas or different ways of doing things, like, so if I'm too quick to put in more structures, maybe they're just an inch different than the ones that I had before. Whereas I think we're kind of, some of us are 
nearly all of us are but a lot of people are going you know it's been called to go think completely nearly upside down inside out the other way because like an inch different ain't going to cut it this time do you know like it's kind of like you're going to have to nearly pull something from the ether that you've maybe never even thought of or experienced or thought was possible or nearly like if you think of way businesses are run you're going to go well I'm actually going to do it this way you know like that feels aligned for me and I might look out there and go "Mm, but nobody else does it that way yet so if I allow myself to go oh well like they all say that's how you do it business so I'll put those in instead then I'm losing that opportunity for like that expansion I think like as well so it's like allowing to me that's what I really feel it's like you know you're we're given this opportunity and I feel it's like just for this year but it's like like just in general this opportunity to go think differently like you know the mind the air just and but it'll come from a space or it'll be inspired from something or somewhere or someone and you'll be like can you do it that way you know are you are you able to think like that is that a belief that's even possible that you're going to allow to anchor in you then like and I think that's where movement will come from instead like I think if we put down the same old muddy floors but put different names on them nothing will really I think that the roots won't really thrive like they could yeah and I think this this is such unique times and beyond the the real pain (laughs) <laughs> and 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 hardship that comes with those you know you don't want to just like lay over your happiness over everything there there's a reality there's a felt experiential pain and discomfort in all of this but the unique opportunity we have here is it's changing for everyone so mm-hmm. everyone around us is affected in different ways but everyone is currently affected and this is not something that we've experienced a lot in previous mm-hmm. years so Taking that, that everything, if you think of your environment is changing, everyone is affected, everyone at the moment is on the move in some shape or form. So then we have two options. I can either anchor myself back down into the old ways and do things the old way. And not that the old way is necessarily a bad way, but there needs Mm. a level of reflection of going, is this still serving me as I'm going forward or for now at least? And then you can anchor into that. But if we just kind of pull all the structures back in the way they were... And then we have people around us that does the same. So what we're doing is now we're fighting against the ocean of life because we are all collectively going to one direction. We mm-hmm. become the, and this is what creates this pain versus the invitation is really to understand that as human beings, we are highly adaptable. If you think of when you go even on a holiday, uh, how quickly you have to adapt to a different, different, different time mm-hmm. zone, different food, different, all those things are different. Yeah. If you think of children, how highly adaptable they are, they go into, they change schools, there's new friends around them, a new curriculum, new classes, you know, even the way they had to adjust to do everything online, you know. So as humans, we adapt very, very quickly. So the opportunity really is here that as the environment around us is changing, we can adapt faster, we can grow faster, we can grow into opportunities in a way that wasn't accessible beforehand. Because mm-hmm. if we had tried this three years ago, we would have to climb through the structures that now the energies mm-hmm. are, have already taken down. You know, so you don't need to fight through that sort of the, the lower frequencies of Capricorn that was holding tight and, you know, not moving because all of this has been shaken loose. So it's, it's a, it's a question of, can I shift my, my mindset, right? When I'm in the depth mm-hmm. of this bear, acknowledging what needs attention, but then also again, context, can I pull myself out and see actually the opportunity that's here? 
Yeah, it's having that, like I mentioned it earlier, that eagle view, like, you know, I can have the, this is what's in my day to day, but then can I also not in a bypass and put on my happy face kind of a way, like, but allow my, myself that eagle perspective then of, can I get a sense? And even if I can't see the full pathway, can I get a sense that, okay, if I'm maybe, and I know this from my own process, but if I'm honest with myself, like what I had woven, really who owned that weave, like, do you know, like, I might have thought it was mine, but when I truly start looking at maybe the colours or the textures, I'm like, I think that was maybe like society or cultural or my family. And I'm only, I'm only really seeing that now because I've had the opportunity to stand by and go, what kind of little, you know, pattern are you creating on that tapestry there? You know, like, so for me, it's like, it's allowing ourselves both, like, because I've seen people affected by it from all extremes, like, but the beauty is for for a lot of them to be able to go, this is absolutely crap, but I know something is seeding here and it's absolutely crap. I can't name it and even touch it, but I know something is changing here, like within myself. And as you said, it is sort of feeding out more to you rather than just the individual. We're beginning to think, and if I do this, how does this connect in to other people or my community, the world. Mm. Do you know, like, so rather than just this is about me and what I want out of it, it's like, can it feed through other, like other people, other lines, other parts of the spider's web in a sense? Yeah, yeah. Because if you think about collectively, if we look at what we're all sort of going through with the pandemic, with, you know, cultural shifts with like riots with you know across the whole whole spectrum um when you think of all of those they have risen to the surface so we're collectively more aware of all of them but we haven't figured them all out (laughs) Mm. because they're they're big things and they 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 need addressing but it might take a while to figure them out. Mm. And again, same happens on the inside. So it's in every reading, you know, that shift that's happening on the outside, there's some area of your life that feels like that, that feels like there's a riot going on inside of me. Yeah. There is a confusion that's like, oh my God, there are parts of me that I've totally abandoned. There are parts of me that, you know, for whatever reason, um, judged, um, overused uh, and so on. And so the, the job now is not to necessarily fix it right away, but mm-hmm. having an attempt of looking at it to really understand what's the actual problem here. What's the actual source underneath that triggers all of that. And I think in that mm-hmm. way, the way we can't on a, on a global scene can turn our own eyes away and just fingers crossed and hope it solves. It needs our attention, but also it needs our attention, it needs our patience. So there's a willingness that a perseverance, there is, you know, um, also sense a, a level of, of kindness and openness and also willing to point out what's not right and what's not working anymore. And I think we need those qualities within ourselves as well. So especially the pa- patience, but also the clarity and being yeah. willing to really look at like, yeah, all I just want to do right now is go back and teach yoga classes <laughs> the way yeah. I've always taught them. Cause I love that. And just notice when that's happening and you go on like, okay, Okay, so where is that coming from? And then starting to walk yourself into, well, what's the potential here? What's actually, what is it that you see that people need? What is it that you need? What needs addressing? But maybe also being okay with not having the answer just yet. I think that's very much the time, the the zeitgeist that we're in at the moment. It's like entertaining the possibilities and the ideas, but not necessarily needing to act on them or tie them down as the final solution. 
Yeah, it's not to, like to me. It just feels like just don't anchor anything fully and like pan it down a little bit, but kind of like a balloon, know that it might fly off at some stage. Mm-hmm. But then you'll find something else to you know sort of pull in a little bit and have a little nosy at that there, mm-hmm. because to me it's just like you know we're we're so many aspects and parts of ourselves, and I kind of feel like we're like it's kind of like to me it's it's the roots again, but like you know you're being taken out to look down and see them differently. They're shifting, they're changing, the structures have changed. But we're also then in that era and being looked to, to me, it's like being open minded about so much things as well. Like it's kind of also that, you know, I can't anchor it down. I might today go, Oh, I think this about this. And then three hours later go, Well, I just found out this new piece of information. So now I'm thinking maybe this about this. You know, to me, it's also like a lot of the things that are just sort of floating around in the world. I'm like, I can't like to me it's like don't anchor anything and don't claim any opinion too quickly because it's like everything's kind of dissolving it's mixing in and it's mixing out and I'm going hopefully we'll have things to you know anchor down at some stage but I'm like you're, you're just putting your hands in running water don't try and hold it too quickly mm. is what I kind of feel as well as the energy like yeah completely that field of possibilities right because the moment we're trying to anchor something down, we collapse that field of possibilities into mm. one reality. I think we're yeah. really invited to, to at the moment, to stay in that the field of possibilities, you know. What yeah, could be possible? What might be possible? Where do yeah. I see a glimpse of something? But then watch the editing mind, you know, that lower frequency of the queries that go like, yeah, but it's not possible because it was never possible and you kind of, you know, dissect it through. But can I, can I allow myself to, you know, like a beautiful meditation. And it's also this idea of when you meditate instead of trying to avoid thoughts, can I just, you know, let the thoughts just literally be and the residue Mm. of the previous thought, can I let that be? And the thought as it's coming in and also the foreshadowing of the next thought sort of, you know, what's my bandwidth? Can I stretch there a little bit? Mm-hmm. So it's not an either or, it may be this, maybe that and that, and maybe that as well. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we might go like none of them or all of them potentially, even, you know? Um, so it's, it's really, it's, it's, I think to me, there's so much of a, it's actually a stretch, you know, yeah. there is a, and when you, when you're in a physical body, like a stretch, it comes with, I don't want to say pain, but a discomfort. Mm. And to understand the difference between pain and discomfort, because true pain is the one that when you're in a stretch that actually dismantles your aliveness Mm. versus a discomfort is like, okay, this is discomforting because I'm not comfortable because I'm not familiar with that. But what a stretch also does, it opens up your range of movement. So I think so much for us is also going through is like, okay, where is the pain? Because I actually need to take or make a decision here because there's actually something that threatens my my survival or whereas I'm in great discomfort and I think um, this is not familiar and that's where my fight or flight is being, you know, spiked. So I think for those of you who have a physical practice when you're practicing, you can actually try that on in your in your in your yoga practice or anywhere you're moving, you know, it's like how does an, an intense stretch feel that's discomfort? And where would it, would the pain start? And I think sometimes going to the physical experience helps us as a, as an archetypal understanding for how that mm. plays out in, in our mind. Yeah, because you'll hear the mind then. So it's already given you insight into this is what, mm. if I'm doing this in my physical body and these are the little voices that pop in, if I'm experiencing any of that in my day to day, probably the same little sentences are flying in the door. Like, mm. 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 Yeah. And so from, 
I mean, I'm just thinking there from the lens of like human design, so much of what's what's playing in here is what I'm seeing is that, you know, this idea that as humans somehow we always look over to someone else and go like, I want a bit of your life, you know. <laughs> we we always want to be like someone else as <laughs> somebody else, you know. Because somehow we've mm. come to learn that like we are not either not enough or we're feel like like we're not firing on all cylinders. You know, there's something there's something missing. And so much of what the shaking up, what I've experienced people opening up to things like astrology and human design is what I see in those readings though, it's like that possibility to go, Oh my God. I, what's been shaken up is the expression of me that was actually never me. So there's yes. an opportunity to step into our own flow, into our own alignment yeah. and allowing mm -hmm. that then to come through, you know? Yeah. So like, uh, like everybody wants to be special. Mm. You know, can I not be a reflector, please? Seriously. <laughs> you know, like, can I not be in that little small percentage? Because then that means I'm so much more special. And I don't, not everybody thinks that way, but there's a part of us that wants someone to validate yeah. who we are. Like, yeah. do you know, like, and, when we're the world and our inner world and our little physical world gets so much more smaller and then when certain things are stripped away and and as we say we're never saying this as anyway bloody easy or pretty or like oh, we all want to be here like but when they get stripped away we maybe start to actually see ourselves hmm. do you know like and it's kind of like a thing I see a lot in a lot of my journeys it's like where my guides and spirit are going like you know just look in the water like and look at you like do you know that sense of, you know, when everybody's getting that chance to look and even like, and I know I keep talking about the roots, but, you know, it's like nearly going back to the roots. So they're either healing the generational stuff or a lot of people going back to the little things that they love to do. You know, I, I didn't have time to do X, Y, Z or, you know, well, it's their little garden, their little painting or well, it's just, you know, whatever it might be, reading simple things as picking up a book possibly, but they're going back. And they're maybe seeing themselves like, and to me, that's a big part. You're stripping away the things, as you said, that weren't you, but somehow we just pick up all these things and we just keep moving. And then when we stop and if we allow, they start falling off. Like, so we, we still need those spaces, I think, to go and be held to allow parts of ourselves to fall away. Like, or the stuff that's been I'm working with so many people who are holding so much grief around just this last year, but it's grief from just bowled up over time like but we're allowing nearly the deep well of ourselves to start welling up like mm. so those things that we didn't have the time to really those deep parts to really excavate and move through or just to sit with or to name and acknowledge them that they're getting that chance to come up now like and it's it's this cleansing part this purging part almost but this deep cleansing but again it allows us to be more of ourselves like because that was maybe being held by so much energy so so much more life force will be available it just might not feel like it at the month you know even though we've shifted into our umbug here in the northern hemisphere you might not feel that rise of the energy we're only in like day like true umbug was yesterday so we're only in like day one or two but that sense you know like of allowing ourselves to be where we are but use the resources around us whether it's the astrological the new moons the full moons the certain signs their placements well it's human design whether it's Ricky whether it's whatever it might be like but the wheel of the year using all of those there then or whatever ones draw us to allow us to be where we are but to also maybe to me it's nearly like taking parts to maybe allow us to be inspired if we're not feeling that rise of life force we're not feeling that new beginning yet 
to go, okay, like, you know, maybe I need to be in my wintery, sauny, sort of letting go, shedding, rest and renewal. But can I allow a little bit of that spring light in mm. to give me hope? Because mm. I think we need that hope mm. to go, we will, we will get through this stumbling, tripping over ourselves, not having a clue sometimes, making mistakes, messing up, apologising. But I will, I will get through this here. So it's to allow that light and nearly like that air, that breath to allow us to move, like, or just to be, but to inform or to hold us. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's letting light in because I think how often do we feel like being truly me might, be, might feel just like a really bad compromise. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just like, that's why I want to be somebody else, yes. you know, because like, ah, it's just me. It's blah, okay. You know, it's, it, it just feels like mm, icky at sometimes. And I find that's one of the things like when we, when we do the work again, regardless of which arena you come from, what I've seen in reading so much is when you, when you dive into what is the astrology of someone or the, the, the design part of someone there is a level of like you see it in people's eyes that glimpse of like oh yeah that that resonates that's me am I allowed to be like that mm -hmm. and you can see that glimpse coming in I was like oh but I actually would like to have more of that part of me in you know mm -hmm. so it's that shift from being me does not need to be like ah oh, shit there's, sorry, there's nothing else around you know um so I have to to oh this could be potentially really really exciting and I think this is actually the shift that we're really going through. I was mm -hmm. like, and it's going into this, this year, 2021, there's so much about authenticity and space. Yeah. There's so much the tones of who am I really now? Now that already the structures have cracked, yeah. you know, I may as well really look at, at what's in there. And I think it's one of the reasons why I see like, you know, those practices just going around the world at the moment. People are interested in that and diving into that, it's like we said, that, you know, the light's coming in into this idea that this could be actually quite exciting, being me, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, like, to me, it's like, you know, when you think of your astrological blueprint out there, like it's all these seeds that are waiting to be activated, mm -hmm. like, you know, because somewhere along the way we've either been told, like, they're too much or they're, like, it's just too much possibly that way, like, or to hide them or to place them away or to only bring them out on certain occasions that way so then they sort of get dulled down or we forget to even that muscle doesn't get used at all so then we, when we see our blueprint we see ourselves like and then the, to me the kind of the space then can sometimes be but can I allow myself to be that yeah you know can I claim that there you know because then that's going to be my programming that gets in the way of allowing me to absorb that to show that to express that to communicate that and to be that because this this is me in my fullness like and if it's too much or it's you think it's too little or you think it's too loud or you think it's whatever 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 that's okay like but I'm not going to you know dial it up and down to fit in anymore like so I do think and I think it's also a place where I keep saying it you know sort of to certain people I go I just don't think we're going to get away with shit this year like no. you know like if you're putting on that Ah, uh, this is me. It's just gonna be like, hmm, seriously? No. <laughs> Do you know, like, you're just not, I just get the sense there's just not gonna, it's like, you're not gonna get away with it. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, and not like, you know, anything bad's gonna happen, but it's like, you're, you and yourself nearly will just, it'll just feel like, uh huh, I can't, like, I can't put on this hat and pretend this now. 
you know, you just won't be able to wear those clothes on, is what I feel like. Yeah. That way, like, so it's kind of like you're going into the change room and trying out, you know, you see them in those montages and the films, trying out all the different things to see what does. Do you know, because for a lot of people, it will be that play of it, you know, of experimenting and seeing what actually now, if that, if I've realized possibly that certain parts of me weren't me or ways of being or ways of behaving or thinking or speaking, living, whatever it is, then I'm going to have to allow myself that space of being the child trialing it out mm. and I think that's so important to remember when we're in that destruction and we're not yet in that newness to give ourselves that permission to be like a child learning to walk I'm going to fall on my ass I'm probably going to put on some clothes that I'll look back and go sweet divine I might get a perm <laughs> you know but like it's to allow myself that space I think is a really important this year yeah I think this this whole idea of you know partly when life when when life feels like really difficult or when we're losing so much energy it's usually because we work from a place that's not aligned with ourselves because we're trying to be someone else and you mm-hmm. see that it's like if a projector is trying to be a generator right oh, it's God. like God bless <laughs> us and I'm a projector and I have tried for so many years you know you're just playing up you go like why do I not have that steady energy expression like that somebody else has you know um, and the thing is humans are highly capable like projectors can be these incredible potent people that actually are really good at playing up to that but what happens as you I find what you might get away with in your 20s it's more mm. difficult in your 30s and once you enter into your 40s it's almost like uh, especially what uh-uh. once you have that uranus uh, opposition in your life there is a sense of y- your authenticity your values there is such a crossroad and a pull if you're not in your alignment that mm. it just feels really heavy i think we are in this this year is so much about this like stepping into your authenticity and yes on one hand we will experience that because when we're out of alignment with ourselves it just feels like really draggy and heavy yeah but on the other hand this is such a great compass because if you look at all the things that are really dragging you down it's like okay so maybe that's a part that is actually not in alignment with myself so where do i pull back and so that's where we get the light moments experiences within all of this this difficulty Mm. right and i think um that's then stepping into when we talked when you talked to beautiful about the, the natal chart the astrology chart this idea of you know these are all energies in seed form and as we go in through life we we get to discover them and and explore them and grow into mm-hmm. them and we're sort of growing into our charts in a way we're growing into a new version of ourselves but we're actually growing back into ourselves mm-hmm. it was always there already you know in a way and so it's it's there's this great irony i think i can so much of this healing spiritual work right you need a good sense of humor you need yeah. to sometimes kick back and like look over your life and i get this so often we go my my god i was banging my head against the wall and the pain and discomfort and i just didn't realize if it took a step back turned right mm. there was the door waiting for me and people supporting me and I just didn't see it for years you know and so I think we're in one of those collective big times where there's really an invitation to to wake up and all the tools that you can get your hands on all the reflection work all the practice that you can have um but also within that taking time just to sit and be quiet I think that's the time as well to reflect on who is it that I feel I am now what expression is most Mm. authentic that's coming out and through me and when that's different than maybe the years beforehand to be very kind and allow yourself to to come that forward and when there's still this big I don't have a clue of who I am or what wants to come through Mm. to be okay with that as well 
But I think it's important. It's so helpful to understand that this is where we collectively sort of in a whole year, two, three year cycle where we're all going through it's this unfolding. So we have that the invitation is there to realign. Yeah, I think what you just said, two, three years, I think it's really T and we're not going like, you know, what's going to be, it's going to end the state and the clock. You know, but that idea, you know, the words, it's like we're in this for the long haul. Mm. And again, it's that we're learning to live with uncertainty, which, which was always there, but we just got very certain about ourselves, I think. Like, you know, I think I did anyway. Listen, this is just going to happen. As I was saying in a class recently, I look back to me of February and last year and I go, the innocence. The innocence, beautiful, beautiful innocence, but the innocence often thinking, well, if I'm going to do this and life will just roll on this way. And then something comes, you're like, oh, okay, then that's all out the door. <laughs> you know, but the innocence, like, but it's beautiful to be able to reflect back and see that there. But it is, and I've forgotten my train of thought, but to me, it's like, you know, we're in this, yes, and for the long haul. So it's like, I don't need to find my exact solution this mm-hmm. moment. I just need, not even need to, but can I allow myself to keep showing up, to keep reaching out for support if I need it? You know, can I just allow myself to just be where I am? Like, do you know, like, and just be where I am on this spiral at this moment. And if I could just maybe allow myself to remember that it will shift and change. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, and I know that's sometimes not the greatest words to hear, but it's always just a thing I remember. It's like, you know, I can remember the bloom. I can remember the springs. I can remember. So I know they all will come like that way. Like, and I can maybe remember this part two previous times. Sorry, BB. Mm. And I think when we're in alignment with ourselves, going through all those shifts and changes is so much easier. And so I've seen that teaching your classes, you know, that's why physical alignment is so important. It's not about the perfection of form. Alignment is really just honoring the way the mechanics are built within your body. So that when you lift your arms, when you, when you move through your legs and your spine, that you honor the mechanics. So there's no wear and tear because when there's wear and tear, what happens? The whole body starts to actually keep itself, trying to keep itself safe and it's tightening even more so. So when you go through a 60 minute class, going through a 60 minute class when you're not in alignment with your own physical mechanics it's both it's it's really exhausting and you can see it when like in people's faces when they get really red and they're mm-hmm. pushing through you're like okay they're pushing really against some internal hardness in there it is actually painful the stretches feel just not good when you're when you're not aligned um and it's it's just like a whole mess and it's more so like a 60 minute wait and grind it out until you get to fall into shavasana you know versus if you take the same difficult asana class, but if you are aligning your body, what happens is a, there is more openness, more mobility, more reach, but there's also more mm. internal strength because your body is stronger when it's physically aligned. Yeah. And that goes for you spiritually, psychologically, emotionally. And this is when we talk about alignment, whether it's through the healing modalities um, that you talk so much, whether it's through through what I'm doing, it's really allowing mm. the body to, to come into a natural capacity, into a homeostasis, into an, there's an, and you, for those of you yoga teachers and you look at your students in a time when you could still look at them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You, it's not that it is, the class is easy for the person who is well aligned. 
And it has nothing to do with how flexible they are. But when someone is in integrity of movement, what shows up is life force. And you can see that life force in their eyes. You can see, you can hear it in their breath. You can sense it in their beingness. And I think that's what we're talking about here when we're talking about our authentic self is this alignment so that life force comes through us because then we are able to deal with anything that comes along our way. It doesn't mean it's easy. But when we're out of alignment, it's just that much harder. Yeah. And so we're really yeah. fighting ourselves. So that's the invitation. It's like, keep coming back to yourself in ever deeper ways and ever more understanding physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. Uh, and, and that's, I think that's the big invitation in these times. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. So coming towards the end of our first episode <laughs> of the new series season. You can tell we haven't chatted in a long time. Well, we have chatted recently, but in a sense, about sort of all the dynamics on the podcast. <laughs> and it's so funny because we have about an hour pre-chat before we even get to record. <laughs> um, but is there anything that I know we've touched on so many things. Is there anything, any practices, any final thoughts um, that you want to share? No, for once, I don't think so. Nothing springs to mind. Like I think if people just listen to what we've shared and take one little thing you'll know, anchor into where they feel they are you know just where they feel they are mm. yeah mm. yeah and i would second that as well um take something and then see see where that is happening in your life and just take one of those things and and stay with that i think that's also the capacity of um aquarius is this that fix it is to stay with something and i think that's the energy that's called for at the moment instead of being all over the place yes you can entertain many thoughts but one area of your life and then stay with that and just be with that and watch what's happening and unfolding in that in that part of your life Mm. Mm, gorgeous gorgeous So thank you to our beautiful listeners. Uh, We look forward to being back next week with another little update. And in the meantime, as always, we'd love to hear from you. I know plenty of you listen to us while you're out walking, walking the countryside and walking along the water and nature. So it's always beautiful to hear from you. So look after yourselves in this time as always. Um, And we will connect with you next week. Thank you. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com.